I'm Matt Dixon, and welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. The mission of Purple Patch is to empower and educate every human being to reach their athletic potential. Through the lens of athletic potential, you reach your human potential. The purpose of this podcast is to help time-starved people everywhere integrate sport into life. And welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. As ever, your host, Matt Dixon. And this week, a little performance detour. But I believe an important and helpful one. We are going to talk about the journey of an Ironman, but not to help triathletes. Instead, we're going to break down that journey in order for you to build a toolbox of strategies to pave a path to sustained high performance in work and life. Yes, an iron mindset. The mindset, traits and strategies that facilitate the most successful performances that we see in sport but all of which directly translate to work and life. They say that sport is a metaphor for life. Well, today, we apply the lessons of athletes and sport to build a pathway to predictable performance across other areas. Now, realize that you don't need to be an athlete, and certainly not an Ironman athlete, to draw the lessons and strategies that you can apply to your own life. If you want to show up, excel, thrive in any endeavor, then today's show is for you. Build a toolbox of success and lean into an iron mindset. We dig in today, but first of all, we need to do a little squatty update. Yes, our important squatty update this week. It's all about squad and inside tracker. You see, since we began our partnership with Inside Tracker, we've asked the team over there to anonymously track our Purple Patch athletes, those that followed our programming, but also utilized Inside Tracker. We were really interested in what, what actually happened. See, we're focusing on meaningful and objective gains across many variables. And guess what? Today, I can reveal our first set of data is in. And I've got to say, it's pretty powerful stuff. For Purple Patch athletes who have used Inside Tracker at least twice, because of course we need the comparison, we've already seen some pretty stunning improvements. So I thought for this quality update today, I'm going to highlight. Here we go. We've had average improvements in vitamin D or vitamin D, as I'm allowed to be English, were 50% between assessments. Hmm. There's been a 12% reduction in LDL, that's your nasty cholesterol a 70-point increase in the average B12 levels, 10% increase in ferritin, 27% reduction in blood sugar levels. And that is unbelievably impressive. Now, there are many, many more from that, but the key is that what we hoped would happen has actually begun to happen. A combination of insights and recommendations from Inside Tracker combined intervention solution around performance that we offer at Purple Patch, both our squad and coaching solutions. And it creates an opportunity not just for sporting gains, we like that, but also for very real performance gains for the broader and ultimately more important health and life. We strive for sporting results, but in embracing the journey, ultimately we're chasing much, much more. And you can too. And so with that in action, these two pillars that we talk about that we think are so powerful, feel free to reach out. If you want to chat about joining Purple Patch, bike, run, 
Tri-Squad Strength Coaching. It's very simple. Head to the website, purplepatchfitness.com, or of course, email us direct. We'll be happy to have a conversation with you. Info at purplepatchfitness.com. And if you want to define your focus around biometrics and then lean into Inside Tracker. Now, Purple Patch listeners, get some love here. Now, listen carefully because we've got a new website URL for this. It's insidetracker.com slash purple patch. Insidetracker.com slash purple patch. And you can use the code purple patch pro 20, and that's 20% off everything at the store. Okay, good stuff. Other news Ask Matt Anything. Speaking in the third person there. Over the last few weeks, we've had some really interesting discussions. And today we're focusing all about the iron mindset. But we had heart health, groundedness and performance with Brad Storberg. But guess what? Now I want to hear from you. Head to purplepatchfitness.com and the podcast page over there. It's under the education tab. And right there, you have the opportunity to leave a voicemail for me. All we need is your first name and location with a message that is around anything with performance. We're going broad to begin. And what we do is listen to them all and we play the best on an upcoming episode, which is next week, Ask Matt Anything. Lots of questions, me providing my best answers that I possibly can. Now, we've already had some crackers and there are some great meat on the bones, but we're excited for more. And so head to the podcast page on purplepatchfitness.com, all in the show notes, of course, and leave me a message. Come on, you want to chat, don't you? Let's be having you. Okay, that's the squatty update. And with that, shall we move on to my favorite section? A little Barry action? You like that? Huh? Yeah, I know. As private as you are, Barry, you have been threatening to reveal yourself on the live Purple Patch Bike class. But today, all I need from you is to sing and play. Folks, it is the word of the week. We like the way he thinks, serious with the wings. Let's open the book, it's time to take a peek. It's the Dictionary Word of the Week. The word of the week this week, guys, good. Yep, do gooder. That's what I'm asking you. Sounds encouraging, doesn't it? Isn't what we really want greatness? Doesn't that sound so much better? No? Well, yeah, it does. But what today's word of the week is about today is, is what it takes to create greatness. And the truth is that across all aspects of life, repeated good actually makes great. And many coaches and athletes don't appreciate this. So often, every single individual training session is approached with the hope and expectation of having some breakthrough, some inspirational performance. I want more than last week. I need to chase greater power. I hope to feel invincible. But the truth is that isn't how training or life actually works. Those who end up with magical and stunning performances, don't experience consistent, magical and stunning training. They get skilled at weaving repeated, pretty good to good training, layered and layered and layered consistently. Not always better than last week, not always greater power, more speed, but instead effective and well-executed training sessions. And when they layer these over the weeks and months and even years, 
the opportunity to sparkle actually becomes a reality. And so what I ask you today is be brave enough to chase good. Execute your sessions as intended, but don't expect to be great every single day. Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And before you know it, you emerge with your own brand of greatness. And so our word of the week this week is good, so that you can become great. All right, now we dive in. Folks, the iron mindset. It is time for some hearty meat and potatoes. Let's dig in. Yes, folks, it is the meat and potatoes, and we begin talking about an Iron Man. An Ironman is a substantial physical and mental challenge for you to complete. 2.4 miles of swimming, 112 miles of cycling, topped off with a 26.2 mile marathon. Many of these events occur in fatiguing heat, humidity, wind, and even sometimes the curveball of cold or rain or both. Barry, aren't you glad that we don't do this crazy stuff? To arrive prepared, an athlete, must have developed great fitness, but equally have a huge platform of health. That's why we always say fit and fresh, not fit and fatigued. It's the purple patch mantra to express great fitness throughout the big, tough day. And so it goes without saying that the journey to an Ironman and race day itself, it ain't easy. It requires planning, commitment, consistency, through all of the various natural ebbs and flows of fatigue and motivation and the curveballs of life. And along the path, you can be promised to experience setbacks, roadblocks, failure. But stay persistent and patient. You will emerge. The most successful athletes embrace the journey. They carve out the ability to focus on the essential elements while filtering those elements that create distractions or don't yield results. And importantly, when they cross the finish line on race day, they march onwards with a host of lessons created from that journey and that race that they can then apply to future endeavors. Why? Well, as most successful Ironman athletes realize, the finish line of an Ironman race doesn't represent the finish line of the performance journey. It is a checkpoint along the broader journey with more lessons and results than any single event. And if we cement all of this into a single titled mindset or approach, we have something to cement together as a way of doing. Successful Ironman athletes build over time what we like to call an iron mindset, a way of being and doing that enhances their performance predictability and sets them up to be highly adaptable across all areas of life and yet remain focused and resistant to fragility. Let's pause there. Notice what I said, resistant to fragility, adaptable. That's really important because if you want to be great at everything, you must be equipped to push back and prevent 
becoming fragile. You need to be plastic, adaptable, tenacious, no matter what. It's more than toughness. We can all be tough. Instead, it's developing the tenacity to handle the journey, but also a dynamic mindset to course correct and to evolve your approach while keeping your eyes on the goalposts. Now, we're going to go into more of that later. But first, let's bring this to life a little bit. I'm going to tell you a story that I'm going to weave throughout the episode today. It's time for a little story. So pop your pajamas on and hop on the knee. I'm going to tell you the story about Jeff. You see, Jeff is a great guy, and I started coaching him several years ago. Jeff is an an ambitious leader of a medium-sized commercial real estate company. But when we started working together, I found him tired and frustrated, both with his own health and energy levels, but also with his organization and the performance of many of the team that he led. Despite setting up highly specific goals for his team and individuals in that team, including, I should say, high economic incentives, he and his team were all scattered and tired. There was a massive amount of effort across the team, but the yield was nowhere near the demands or ambitions that Jeff held. And so we decided to tuck in. And we said, well, let's go and look at what some of the challenges might be. And outside of just working with Jeff, I went to speak to the whole executive team about health, performance, and energy levels. And from that presentation, a few things bubbled up, a repeated pattern across the team. Firstly, his team was tough, but they weren't thriving. There was an absolute and unmissable undercurrent of fatigue, mental and physical, across the whole team. And while goals were set, they were only really revisited as a more of a pass-fail mindset at the end of each quarter and the end of each year. So after the meeting, Jeff asked me for my thoughts. And what I did was ask him about his exercise and habits around eating, sleeping, downtime. His response? He almost laughed. He explained to me that he barely had time to keep up with his own work demands. And then, of course, he had family and they came parallel, if not next. And his exercise, well, it was sporadic. His sleep was poor. He admitted so much. And his eating habits rankled much more inconvenience than they were around how nutritious any food might be. And I remember my words to him. You're frustrated, you're tired, and you're concerned about your team's energy level, their ability to focus and execute, and let you, their leader, doesn't do what is needed to optimize your own energy, focus, and health. Jeff had no answer. And so, me being me, rather wordy, I continued. Jeff, for a leader to expect performance culture You need to put your own oxygen mask on first. You need to create your own platform of health. You need to relinquish the mindset of needing to do everything every day. And instead, you need to embrace a journey. It's only then that you will be able to infuse a culture across your whole team that facilitates performance. What I think you need is an iron mindset. Now, Jeff scoffed at this to begin. He didn't see himself as an athlete. He could never imagine completing an Ironman. But he didn't run out of the room, so that was good. And the good news 
that I managed to tell Jeff before he did try and escape the shackles was that the best Ironman athletes create an iron mindset. But anyone chasing high sustainable performance can draw from that mindset. Now, we're going to come back to Jeff and his team later. But I think first, we do need to dig into Ironman athletes more. You see, at Purple Patch, I think we're pretty good at preparing athletes for the Ironman. From champions to those that are just happy to finish across underneath the 17-hour cutoff, as a result, we have qualified more amateur athletes for the Hawaii Ironman World Championships than any other coaching company. We've had multiple world champions, many podium finishers, and we see athletes achieve personal success within the chaos of normal life. And through these countless stories of success, built up over the last 15 years of guidance, we've learned that the teachings of the journey towards a successful Ironman directly correlate to performance across all aspects of life. And so whether you listen today with your goal being sports performance or work performance or life performance, adopting an iron mindset will project you to greater heights. And so what I want to go through is first go through some truths around high performance, a little dose of reality for you. It's going to be served cold from me to you. The second piece of the conversation is we need to break down the key elements of an iron mindset. And then thirdly, I want to come back to Jeff and tell you what he did and how he established success. And so first, let's begin with the inescapable truths about high performance. Now, buckle up on this because everyone thinks that they know that it's all toughness, etc. Well, it's true. There is no easy option. The fragile wilt the uncommitted fall away. But before you panic, if you are able to remain in the game, carve out consistency, refuse to falter when adversity does strike, you will emerge, whatever your quest. And the result of that labor, that work, that consistency will be massively satisfying. But the most valuable aspect will be the lessons and the experiences of the journey that you undertake. Now, this little passage that I just read out could be a speech that I would give to a very excited Ironman athlete. But the content undoubtedly relates to outstanding personal achievement in sport. But let's go back and reread the passage and instead think about applying the lessons to anything of value in life. There is no easy option. The fragile will wilt. The uncommitted will fall away. But before you panic, if you remain in the game, carve out consistency, refuse to falter when adversity does strike, you will emerge. And the results will be massively satisfying. And the most valuable aspect will be the lessons and the experiences of the journey. The words and the sentiment to this fit your career, parenthood, starting your own company, becoming a great artist, leading a business team, or anything else that presents an undoubted challenge on the path towards ultimate reward. Pretty simple, eh? That's great. 
But I want to cement something in your mind before we progress. I want the words to truly marinate because adopting an iron mindset isn't some magical secret recipe that makes life and work performance easy, harmonious, utopian. On the contrary, nothing worthwhile comes without commitment, hard work, and challenge. This is not about perfection. The mission is about creating sustainable performance across work and life. And so as we go into this discussion around iron mindset, I'm not trying to sell you something here. We just simply need to establish the fact that we can learn and apply some of the critical elements. And I don't want you to be intimidated. Instead, I want you to be equipped. Because with this cold reality laid out, that the mission is to create sustainable performance, and it's tough, and it creates commitment, and it demands that you navigate adversity. With this aligned, we now are in a place that we can start to carve success. There's no snake oil here. There's no quick fix. Buckle up, Bernie. We're going on a journey. Okay, so what are the key elements of an iron mindset? There are several stages that we need to go through. Remember, just like Jeff and his team striving towards excellence in commercial real estate, you don't need to be an athlete to embrace and utilize an iron mindset. What you do need to do is understand what it takes for successful athletes to achieve success in an Ironman. And so let's break down what it takes to be successful in an Ironman. Now, we could go on for hours here. I'm going to break it down into just a few key components. The first, the first tenant, the first part of the process of an I mindset, you need to define purpose. Having a clear vision of what you want to achieve and what events to pursue, it's important. You see, it's super and critically important to know where you want to go or you end up somewhere else. And these acts, the purpose, is the compass and the shining light that is going to help you stay on track throughout the highs, the lows, the obstacles that you will face. And it's really, really different than just the simple numbers and bonus goals that Jeff leaned on in his organization and individually. It's really important to anchor around purpose. Following this, understanding the why, there is a second phase that is so often skipped by coaches and athletes, and that's assessment. What is it really going to take to achieve success? Where are my strengths? Where are my weaknesses? What across all of the landscape are the things that I could do to move the performance needle? You need to go through the process. You need to identify the training needs, the equipment needs. What are the elements that you could build focus around? Strengths, weaknesses, etc. And this is so often missed by athletes. I'll tell you what, back in our story with Jeff, it was skipped by him. Jeff never paused. He never gained perspective. Where was his personal focus, his strengths, his weaknesses? 
How was he leading his team? He just relied on hard graft. And then he expected the team to follow. And of course, over time, for Jeff and the team, this became corrosive. Fatigue accumulated. Results didn't get yield. And so once you understand your why, your purpose, you then need to go into a heavy assessment phase. Whiteboarding, blue skying, if you want to call a really trendy phase. And it is only with those first two elements in line that then you can do the thing that everyone typically starts with, to plan. But instead, with your goal and mission established and you have a complete assessment, then the athlete and the coach can define their focus, can craft a plan, can start to narrow down their actions to the critical basics that are going to result in readiness. You see, there is always, always, always so much that an athlete could focus on. But the truth is that success arrives out of crafting a program of sustainable, effective work that actually produces results. Let me say that again. You will emerge and achieve performance if you are successful at stringing together sustainable, effective work that actually produces results. And so for an athlete, planning isn't about just creating pretty spreadsheets as much as it is outlining a progressive roadmap of focus to inform that athlete's decisions around how they're going to train, their supporting habits, the equipment they're going to utilize, and then just as important, filtering all of the elements that ultimately become unnecessary distractions. This is a really critical component of planning. We could actually just say, where am I applying my focus? Because every leader, every employee, but as we're talking about here, every athlete can always focus on 50 things. But ultimately, what are the five things that are going to actually move the performance needle to 90% of readiness. Well, once again, let's go back to Jeff. What did Jeff do? He relied on toughness, work ethic. He himself had absolutely no platform of health. And with just so much work to do, coupled with lofty ambition, what Jeff ended up doing was just carry around daily guilt because he never finished all of his tasks. He was spread thin, struggling to keep up, and he just always had something else to do. It was never done. And so he started to reflect, look in the mirror, and see any downtime as a weakness. Going out for exercise or training, or thinking about planning and eating well, sleep. These were just things that distracted from the ambition, the goals. And so he was always in catch-up mode. All right, so so far, coming back to our athlete, we have purpose, understanding the why, where you're looking to go. That's your North Star in many ways. Then you've gone through an element of assessment, 
really understanding strengths, weaknesses, all of the things that you could focus on and you could build your planning around. And then you put it, a plan together. But that plan in many ways is what am I not going to focus on? What is not going to yield real results as much as it is? Where am I going to place my focus? And when you filter that focus and then the fourth phase, getting back to our athletes, is to actually put it into action. Take the critical first steps. And this is where I want to say, this is where the journey really begins. Because if there is one word about putting a plan into action, it's patience. Building small victories. It is always way, way better over the long term to have a healthy dose of patience and build very small victories that always enable us to get just a little bit better every day than it is approaching it with reckless excitement and the hope of huge giant leaps. Now, the key is to don't stray from that plan. We've gone through a process We've assessed what we could focus on, but now we've planned and we've decided what we are going to focus on. Stay with it. Follow it through. Our hero in the story, Jeff, big goals, big targets, high ambition. And this meant always taking huge leaps. With that pressure, Jeff had no capacity to focus on himself. He didn't feel any reward of success. It was just the next, the next, the next, a never-ending spiral. It was no wonder that fatigue crept in for him, but across the team. Our smart athlete with an iron mindset weaves the journey, takes the first step, isn't in a rush, and commits to focusing on the things that are going to move the performance needle. Okay, so the final part of an iron mindset at the highest level today, folks, is that an Ironman athlete who is successfully building around an iron mindset will approach the journey and they will know for sure one thing, there will be obstacles. The most successful folks in life, the most successful athletes in Ironman are adaptable. In an Ironman journey, no matter how good you're planning, you should expect the unexpected. You should realize that serious setbacks, distractions, and roadblocks are absolutely inevitable. They are going to happen. Now, at this juncture, this is where high-quality coaching comes into effect. As, as you're putting the plan into action, all of the things that you have planned your focus around and committed to, you now go in and a coach can help with perspective. They've been there before. They can enable you to course correct, to recommit. And in my observation, this part of it, the adaptability, the plasticity, the ability to navigate obstacles and setbacks, this was the primary undoing of Jeff. Any failure or setback, or challenge was seismic in nature. And the reason for this was quite simple. Jeff had a lack of clarity on what was really important 
He also had the accumulation of fatigue from simply overworking. He had absolutely no platform of health. And so therefore, his ability to stay focused, sharp, have good decision making, it was diluted. And so if everything is equally important, it stands to reason that every obstacle or setback is a complete disaster. There was work to be done. And so an iron mindset, establishing purpose, going through some healthy assessment, plan and start to build out your focus, filter out the noise, put it into action in a really simple, basic way, and then continually reflect, course correct, navigate, be adaptable. And if we put these five tenants into place and we link them together, what we have is a performance journey. And the truth is when athletes cycle through this process and they remain committed, they follow through on the plan, their commitments, they're accountable to it. They consistently pause to reflect, draw lessons from the experiences. What happens is they progress. They start to get fitter. They build muscular resilience. They develop wisdom. They become battle-hardened. And barriers that might have felt like they were removable boulders before become objects to just navigate and grow from. This is what Jeff needed in order to evolve. Because ultimately, when an athlete, an Ironman athlete, reaches race day, what they need to do is use every ounce of physical preparation and all of the toughness and all of the lessons and the grit that has been gained over the training journey and bottle it together and apply it to all of the rigors of the race. Why? Well, guess what? No matter how well you establish your goals, you plan your race, race day itself is going to consistently deliver the unexpected. But apply the lessons of the training journey and they will emerge. You will succeed. And the irony is, which isn't ironic at all really, typically the result on race day is not the part of the whole journey that folks find the most satisfying. Don't get me wrong. The pride lives on. It's great. But what folks with an iron mindset quickly realize is that there is the journey itself that creates the lessons, the memories, the joy, and those are the things that endure forever. Race day is great. It delivers pride and memory and satisfaction, but the journey is where the magic occurs. And so finally, let's come back to Jeff, because the poor bloke, we've been beating him up today, haven't we? What did Jeff do? You know what he did? He applied this mindset to his work and his life. Remember that pass-fail culture that left Jeff and his team tired, conflicted, underperforming, especially relative to their financial goals, but also underperforming relative to their own health and vibrancy? Well, we can all build an iron mindset. Again, you don't need to be an iron man to draw the lessons and apply them to your life and work. The truth is that it's a journey unto itself to develop all of the skills in an iron mindset, but you can do it. Now for Jeff, the first step 
wasn't to try and change company culture. He had to first do something simple. Remember my words? Jeff, you need to put your own oxygen mask on first. And this was my focus. Jeff and I went through an extensive review of what was really important for him. Defining what success actually looked like. What type of organization he wanted to be the leader of. And it turns out that it was a little different than maybe his current reality was. And while it was a journey within itself, Jeff realized that he needed to change himself. And what followed was, and this is where I'm very proud of Jeff, an investment in himself. He learned over the course of months to narrow his focus across any year, quarter of a month and be savage with what he placed his energy into. And perhaps just as important, what he didn't place his energy into. And then he began a serious commitment to structured training, sleep, and other positive habits. Now, remember, he was not an athlete. He wasn't training for a marathon or an Ironman or any triathlon. But he realized that he needed to have a commitment to structured training with really positive supporting habits. And he did something. He was really public about his intentions. He shared it with his team. That was on my advice, and it really helped. Now, this part of the process reminded me of a lot of some of the magic words of one of my favorite coach clients I've ever worked with, Sami Inkanen. You might know Sami a little bit, but he said to me two things, and I've held on to these. First, as a leader, you have to be great at saying no to 90% of opportunities. It's a good thing to think about. Focus on moving the boulders, don't focus on the sand. And number two, something quite different, but I think equally important. Everyone, anyone who takes something, anything seriously, needs a professional coach who can see the global picture and who has been there before. Interesting stuff. Anyway, coming back to Jeff, in the months that followed, Jeff evolved. And you know what happened? He started to find himself more productive, energized, enthusiastic. He improved his sleep hygiene. He began to calendar his training and exercise that had the same prioritization as any meetings or business planning without guilt. He fueled after workouts. He ate well. He hydrated better. And objectively, his health profile improved. How I wish I had Inside Tracker for the clear and lovely performance results we could have showed him. But hey, this was several years ago. But guess what? Something else happened. His change in his priorities, his mindset, and overall approach, it was infectious. Jeff began to thrive, but in doing so, he opened the door of opportunity for the rest of his team to follow suit. Jeff's new favorite vacations, riding escapes across the US. He's healthier, but he reports happiness, and more than that, pride. He's the leader of an organization that has evolved in business terms, but also in culture. 
And I hope this story provides just a snippet of the value of anchoring on the lessons of sport. The iron mindset. I encourage you to draw from the traits, the tactics, and the approaches of the most successful athletes who conquer the most challenging endurance events on the planet. But take those lessons and apply them to your life and your work. Because I believe that everyone is an athlete and everyone benefits from training. But I also realize that not everyone wishes to go and complete an Ironman. And guess what? You don't need to. But what you should consider chasing is an iron mindset. And I think that Jeff and his team are a wonderful working example. Now, we've got some homework for you today. We've got a gift for you in many ways. If you would like to learn more about the iron mindset, I recently wrote a rather large blog on this that really breaks it apart for you. And all you have to do is head to the Purple Patch website and go to the blog page. And there you can find a free, open, accessible blog on Iron Mindset. You might just find it helpful. And of course, feel free to share it with anyone who you think might benefit. Oh, and if your team or yourself are inspired, feel free to reach out to info at purplepatchfitness.com. I am happy to dig into how I might be able to help your team or yourself. And we're always here for individual coaching also. You don't need to be an Ironman to benefit from Purple Patch Coaching. All right, folks, next week, it is Ask Matt Anything. Gulp, I'm going to be in the hot seat. But until next week, take care, stay healthy. I'll see you next time. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Purple Patch Podcast. If you like what you hear, we'd really appreciate it if you share with your friends and even go the extra mile and head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate and review the show. The Apple Podcast link is in the show notes. Your support and positive reviews go a huge way in increasing our visibility and also the exposure to time-starved people everywhere who want to integrate sport into life and ultimately thrive. Don't forget, You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Cheers.